I don't love Richard Karn as any sort of sexual being. That's not, <laughs> that's not a comfortable universe for me. You know what? I kind of do. <laughs> do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Faking Movies. This is episode 106. Um, uh, just found out that Seth has, like, a straight-up Gene Simmons tongue. Um, I don't know how he so... didn't know this. It seems... It, it yeah, should have come out. I've known you for, like, seven years, if <laughs> no. not more. I yeah. don't know how that hasn't shown up, but, yeah, I definitely, like, I can touch the no, tip of my like chin. Eight, almost nine years at this point. Yeah. Shit, yeah. I can touch my nose. I can touch the bottom of my chin. Uh, all sorts of crazy crap. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, my dear friend Seth is clearly new and pretty great, if that's the case. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> living living that good life <laughs> as is uh any any past present or future partner i suppose um <laughs> i'm also of course joined by my dear friend zach what's up zach Wowie, not much how are you doing i'm all right i gotta tell you guys i bought um i bought a pair of real dad fuck shorts um <laughs> cool for hiking and i am just i'm loving these things Man, like, so like, many what? old people things as we get older like i'll try out weird dad shit and be like oh i get it Yep. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ex- yep. Explique me. What exactly okay. is a a dad fuck shorts? Well, no, I mean, so like, okay, they 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 sit a little high on your waist, like sure, just a little sure. bo- yeah, above no, your natural No, because you don't waistline. want it. You don't want it cutting in. Yeah, I get it. Right. Yeah. It's uh, comfortable it's a, is what you're going for. Yeah. It's a five inch inseam. Okay. Oh, yeah. guy uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I, the the range of motion I have right now is yeah. Absurd. No, you um, could practically do the splits if you could do the splits. Yeah. Uh, and Lord knows I can't. You could um, you could definitely fix a sink drain pipe. I I would imagine. Mm. Oh yeah, and they've also got that like sweet, like fire hose material that you get on the from the Duluth Trading Company. Yeah, Yeah. they're they are not Duluth, but it's like basically Uh, Duluth adjacent. Yeah, Yeah, quite. Uh, Hey Duluth, you want to sponsor us? I can follow that. Yeah. Or like Patagonia, because these are Patagonia. But, oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Patagonia is probably a little yeah better, but whatever. <laughs> well, and they got the like the giant. They basically cargo pockets that don't stick out on the sides. So like, about to ask how many uh-huh. yeah. how many fuck pockets you got on that bitch? <laughs> uh, there <Enough>. are <laughs> seven pockets on oh, these. Oh, is so. there a technology wow. pocket, quote unquote, for uh-huh. putting your with cell a phone five in? inch oh. inseam? Where do they put oh, them? Oh, sweet, sweet, sweet digs there. <laughs> Yeah, so let me just say, I am I am living that dad life, yeah. and it's the best one I can think of. No, yeah. no shame in that. Yeah, I'd say mm-hmm. lean into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wearing, wearing your stocks with your dad fuck shorts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just walking around with a hammer in your hammer loop for no reason. Like, what, what oh, do you hammer? That's the only Nothing. thing these don't have is a hammer oh, loop, and I really wish they did. Well, yeah. With the needle and thread, they you make could it a little hard to, you know, squeeze through tight spaces when you have a giant, uh, like, fucking ring thing. That's true, that's true. <laughs> Oh, I was thinking of a hard hammer loop, not not the like old carpenter pants that we used oh, to wear. Oh, yeah, in high yeah, school. Yeah, just, yeah. Okay, yeah. never mind, never mind. All right, yeah. moving on. <laughs> okay, pants corner, done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do want to bring close, up. but like. <laughs> 
<laughs> I do want to bring up one more thing real quick. Uh-huh. Um, of course, you know, check out our, our, our website, our Instagram, and our Twitter. Um, but also, you guys know how um, my partner has been rewatching Mad Men lately, and I just, I hate it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, Relatable. I, I started watching Detroiters recently. Yeah. Let me tell you, it's like Ooh. Mad Men if Mad Men were good. <laughs> I don't think it's anything like Mad Men, actually, but yeah. As in, it's... it is a visual medium that comes in episodic form, I think. It's also about an ad agency. <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. I didn't know that. All right. Yeah. yeah fair enough. And it and it it has Tim Robinson, who we all are duly oh, yeah. aware of, aware of because of the uh, Netflix show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's the other guy from Veep? A lot. Uh, Sam Richardson. Sam Richardson. Also. He's also yeah. incredible. Oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend that. Yeah. Um, but we should uh, we should get into this week uh, this week's yeah. nonsense. Yeah, we Why sure not? should. Yeah. So uh, did uh, we even do any of our upfront stuff? Uh, I'm Seth. That's Zach. Well, yeah, he we, already introduced himself. I don't know. We just got we, red into pants right after it. It just flew by. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fine. It's just we we were so like natural about it that you didn't even notice. Yeah, I I did not. Second now nature. I now. fucked it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think we can recover. That's fine. You pointed you pointed everything out. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, Seth, uh, we yep. gave you a thing. What uh, what's, Seth, what's the thing? Seth, the magic killer fart noise. Yep, <laughs> that's me. Um, okay, so y'all gave me a movie called All of Me, an inscrutable title. Yep. All ready for um, this. Uh-huh. And, uh, I did, I wrote a very long thing, or it's seemingly yeah. long right now in my note notepad, so, like, we'll see how you it know, goes. I'm gonna throw sure. this out here, um, that's probably not a bad thing for the length of this episode. Mm. Yeah, there's gonna be okay. less of the okay. after talks, yeah. So the uh, the actors and actresses that y'all gave me, um, which y'all ready for this? <laughs> after I mention each one, I'll give the attribute about them that I could think of. Right on. Um, right. So uh, first off, you gave me Steve Martin. Rubbery uh, banjo. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ba- yeah, banjo player. <laughs> that's, yep, that's what he's got. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Then we have Lily Tomlin, uh, national treasure. Yeah, yeah, famed actress of stage and screen. Right. Yep. yep. Uh. Then you gave me Victoria Tennant, uh, British. David Tennant's mom, plausibly. I don't know. Why not? Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think she is, but it's not. Yeah. I, I'd have to look it up, honestly. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, no, she's kind of a non-entity to me. Yeah. Like, she I have British, no idea though. who she yeah. is. I, I, know I don't she's actually British, remember who she is. It. Oh, yeah, I do. Okay, yeah. Um, next, we have Richard Libertini, eccentric weirdo. Mm-hmm, um, sure. In most of his works. And the final person you gave me was Michael Ensign. Uh, four episodes of Star Trek, maybe more. Like right. uh, That's what I know him from. He was in a bunch of episodes of Star Trek. Yeah, that's a fine um, hallmark, sure. He was in the same oh, yeah. episode with B.B. Neward, who, uh, when Riker has sex with a random alien lady. Whoa, Whoa. Star Trek after Dark. Uh, no, it is, it is it is B.B. Neward playing the random uh, alien nice. sex lady, but like nice. uh, uh, Michael Ensign plays like a very conservative... Uh, uh, well, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to talk about Star Wars in, or Star Trek anymore. Uh, sure. It's fine. 
that seems fair. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll be honest here. If if there was a bespoke subscription service <laughs> related to Lilith Sternum, I might I might chip oh, a few bucks towards them. You yeah, know, a thing we just talked about would. for a long time before the episode started. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Hey, everybody, well, start ordering bespoke porn. There's a whole industry out there. We need to really <laughs> fucking get in there. Yeah. Mostly, like it, weirdly, it's mostly starting BB Newer. So like. She works. She really puts yeah, the hours. No, in. I mean, I mean, Tony, Tonys, and 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 Emmys, and 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 AVN awards apparently, and now bespoke fiction. subscription yeah. services. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Anyway, <laughs> is right. there a, a version of the EGOT that includes an AVN? I want to know about that. Oh, you know what? Well, it's gonna it's know. gonna need a new acronym, but I mean, yeah. it could. How would you rearrange an EGOT to include an AVN? You just put <sighs> the you put the A after the E, and it's still EGOT. Uh, it'd be like okay. A you got, so it'd be like old English got. So uh, like, okay. uh, you got. All I'm saying is like, can you imagine the fucking range that someone would have to Ooh. earn? I guess like a composer, which are most you got winners oh, are composers. Like that would be the easiest version. If yeah. I get a fucking John Carpenter porn movie like six episodes from now, I'm gonna be very excited about it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining a Danny Elfman uh, porno. Oh. Uh, I don't it's... want to imagine what sex would sound like in Danny Elfman's <laughs> musical imagination. <laughs> it's so <laughs> dissonant. <laughs> I mean, are you guys familiar at all with Danny Elfman's band Oingo Boingo? Uh, yes. I've heard that name, certainly. Yeah. One of their like more famous songs is called uh, uh, Little Girls, mm, uh, and it's about... Nope, like nope, 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 nope. Yep, there you go. We're done. <laughs> Damn, pass. Skip. That's a, that's a hard pass on that one. Uh, Daniel, uh, no. get that elf off the shelf. Hey, yeah, <laughs> indeed, um, and into the jail. I guess <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, maybe John Williams? Question mark. John Williams porno. It'll Jeez. be very orchestral. It would be, be like, very uh, sort of dramatic, I would imagine. Yeah. Well, and I mean, imagine now everyone at home, imagine I have two hands and one of them <laughs> is doing like a circle and the other one is just a, a, a finger. And, I'm, and and now imagine those things coming towards each other. And it's dun, 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 dun. Because they're moving apart sometimes uh-huh. and moving towards uh, each uh, other at others. No, yeah. the, the, oh, that was excellent. Anyway, let me get into my movie. <laughs> It's gonna be oh, tough boy. to follow that, but yeah, have this, at it. This is a <laughs> yeah, this is a did real. Did I tell you? Did I tell you guys how like my mind was blown recently when I f- figured out that? Well, figured out. I heard on a, a like a different show um, mm-hmm. that the Jaws theme is just uh, John Williams's version of the Psycho theme, and it's because his mentor was the guy who wrote the theme from Psycho. Oh, I had I no idea, that. but that like it both makes sense and is really cool. So yeah, now that like once you hear that, it's like oh yeah, yep. okay. Now it's that yeah, forever. like okay. <laughs> like very very simple like but but iconic sort of like sound clips. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's real cool. Now imagine both of those oh as God. pornos, but, but as pornos. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, there is some full-on insertion in both of them, so oh, it's just dear. you know, knives and shark teeth. All right, well, let's cut this out. Yeah, let's um, let's imagine <laughs> Seth's version of all of me, if we might. <laughs> yeah, <coughs> let me let me let me do my version again. I said it was going to be very long. It might not be, but uh, here we go. 
I'm, I'm certain it will be with the, you know, usual nonsense. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. So, uh... If I have anything to say about it, yeah. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so, uh, Lily Tomlin uh, owns a failing farm in rural Sardinia, because, of course, it oh. takes place in rural Sardinia. Sure. Um, I mean, 90% of all movies do, so... That's yeah, true. <laughs> um, she has a number of workers... Oh, oh. all of... Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a number of workers who process her various wares, cheese, oils, uh, lemons, you know, that sort of like, quote unquote, Mediterranean foodstuffs. Um, I don't know why you needed. Yeah, I think that's that's a there. fact. That's yeah. I mean, yeah. Those are all real. I mean, I guess. But like there are oils from plenty of other places. There are lemons from many other places. There are cheeses. No, I know, but like, like, the way that you phrase that, it's like, as though any of these things could come from the Mediterranean. (laughs) Okay, well, that was not my intent. Anyway. Well, that's what it sounded like. Okay, well, it should be noted that uh, Lily Tomlin dreams of one day recording an album with her favorite artist, Barry Manilow. Um... We're setting up okay. a pun for the ages here. I can feel it coming. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is a little thing about Lily Tomlin. She actually recorded an album with Barry Manilow. Oh, really? Oh, oh really? fuck. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. But uh, anyway, the other workers are, of course, Victoria Tennant, who does a lot of like fruit picking. Michael Ensign, who seems like a supervisor for um, you know all the other workers. And Richard Libertini, who is an eccentric weirdo. But mm-hmm. is actually the guy who maintains all of the like processing machinery, um, that sort of stuff, right? Um, and it is established that each morning before commencing the whole operation, uh, everybody states, all of us, all of me, as like a sort of dumb team building sort of situation, right? I've, I've worked okay. places with team building. Yep. Yeah. I can, I can buy that. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, enter Steve Martin, a young jackass from America. Uh, who has come to work on the farm as, uh, I guess, like a tourist, right? Um, like, like, there are these, like, tourist farming sort of situations, right? You, no, I know You, you guys mean. are, it's, like, kinda... where you can get room and board at various, like, farms around Europe as, as you, if you act as a day laborer for the, the season, right? Yeah, it kind of yeah, sounds like, like kibbutz, you're, you're... too. Isn't kibbutz kind of like that? I was thinking that, too, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I feel like a kibbutz is more of a, more of, like, a communist sort of situation, but, yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 I get it. Sure. It's, it's like a... a stamping your like life experience card without any stakes mm-hmm. yeah it's like peace corps if you didn't commit to the peace corps yeah <laughs> and so that's yeah. exactly the situation we're in um, i mean it's peace corps is a lot different for men than women though like i know oh, many yeah. women who've been in the peace corps and all of them have been sexually assaulted yeah, yeah. no i am i am well aware Ooh. the peace the peace corps for women is really a rough situation the peace corps for men ends up being like hey I spent like three years just living in a former Soviet state and got high every day, and that's mm-hmm. all I did. And it's... and now it's on my resume, and I have a connection from yeah, it. Yeah, and it's yeah. real gross. Uh, I'm, I'm also very sad now. Okay. Yeah, the Peace Corps. <laughs> the Peace Corps is very bullshit. If you, if sure. if you're a woman, um, yeah. it's it's kind of a real bummer. Thanks, Lee. Sounds like it. Um, <laughs> yep. This is what I'm here for. Yep. <laughs> Anyway. anyway, so so uh, Steve Martin is you know a you know this this tourist farmer, um, and he is anachronistically playing an eighteen year old, but he's probably closer to his mid thirties at this point. 
You don't uh, say. Um, he's got his banjo. He can't speak the language. He has no idea about the culture. But, you know, he does seem vaguely able to, like, lift things and pick fruits and shit. So, like, whatever. Okay. Um, he isn't very good at first, and he chafes against Michael Ensign, uh, because he's, like, the supervisor in a mean way and, uh, in these, like, initial parts of the movie. But he's very likable and ornery and, like, as I said, a little incompetent and bumbling, but is still endearing. So it's like, you know, a, a Steve Martin thing, right? Sure. And, you know, speaking of chafing. Sounds right. That's definitely not going to happen with these great dad shorts from Patagonia. <laughs> Matt, I can feel the ad money rolling in already. Here we go. Oh, boy. I was waiting for you to take a breath for so long. Oh, well, that's the, that's the key to me getting through my shit is not breathing. Yeah. No, um, I know. I've, just I've never stopped. Our show. It's like yeah. parliamentary procedure. You just got to yep. filibuster us into misery. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Right. So Steve Martin, of course, befriends uh uh Tomlin uh and uh and and Victoria Tennant. Um Victoria Tennant is of course, you know, just like a fellow laborer from Britain. Uh and in my notes I say Jersey. So that indicates to me that it's because I like to remember that there's like an original Jersey. No, uh, before mm-hmm. the one that we all loathe, like yeah. like oh. York and New York and Jersey, yeah, and New Jersey. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, Jersey, home of Harry Varden, famous golfer mm. oh. from like the eighteen nineties. So not so famous golfer is what you're saying. Well, I mean, hey Zach, when you hold the club, do your fingers uh, interlock or overlap? I do interlock. Yeah. Well, then you don't use the Varden grip. So. Okay, noted. What a fool. <laughs> Um, I guess and I'm anyway, not very good at golf. Um, I'm a Varden grip boy myself, so yeah, okay. I, I I tend to I tend to over like overlap instead of interlock. But mm. hey, mm. anyway, uh, Steve Martin and Louis <laughs> Tomlin are like starting to get starting to become great friends, and they play a lot of music together. Uh, Louis Tomlin singing, and of course Steve Martin playing the banjo. Um, and, you know, so like, you spend a lot of time, like, establishing that Steve Martin is making friends with everybody, even befriends the eccentric weirdo Richard Libertini. Sounds right. Yep. Um, the plot progresses like this for a while, and we introduce other random actors and characters that aren't really central to the plot. They just sort of, like, come in and out of our vision, kind of like ghosts. Like, they're really not important, right? Okay. Uh, I feel like... The word ghosts is going to become very important <laughs> later. Uh, you'd be wrong. Uh, as, no, okay. as Listening to Steve a set gets... movie is always trying to decipher what goof he's going to come up with at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as uh, Steve gets closer to all of the characters we even care slightly about, Richard Libertini keeps alluding to a new machine that he sure will, quote, revolutionize the farming industry and put Lay Tomlin's farm at the forefront of all sorts of specific Mediterranean food markets. Very specific. Okay. Uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna start growing capers. What's up? Okay. Mm. So, um, this is a, right right now in my notes. We're at a spoiler for the rest of the movie, but you kind of need to know now for the rest of the plot. Okay. Um. Okay. So here's the thing. Remember, like a minute ago, when I mentioned we kept introducing other characters, but really don't get in any like depth in them, and they essentially just disappear. Well, okay. That's actually what's happening. These workers are literally disappearing. 
nothing oh. is ever explicit because all of our characters are in their own little worlds, but that's really good what's going on. So it's, um, it's Hot Fuzz-esque in this capacity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, one night while drinking Pruno, probably, um, <laughs> uh, Richard invites, uh, Steve to come see a new machine he's been working on. And Steve naively goes in and I have written here, all caps, now we've reached the turn in the film. <laughs> um, you gotta, you gotta trust your audience or not, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Libertini straps Steve down to a machine as Michael Ensign looks on, like grinning slightly because, you know, they've had some, some, some chafing, unlike those sweet shorts that <laughs> Lee is wearing right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, I would say if there's a Richard Libertini strap-based bespoke website, tell me about that one too. So, <laughs> oh my heavens! <laughs> anyway, some kind of mechanical junks happen, and colored liquids flow through ridiculous chemistry set pieces, and we all oh perfect yeah uh, yeah, and we all start to see Steve's skin like turn a little green, a little purple. Um, and at this point, Richard Libertini explains his sinister plan. They hire dumb foreigners to work on the farm and then turn them into super high quality Mediterranean foodstuffs. <laughs> oh, okay. um, so soil and green in this case. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Steve <laughs> looks to his left and sees Victoria Tennant has half transformed into, um, I have in my notes, uh, sun dried tomatoes. Um, <laughs> Oh, to spend even an hour inside the brain of Seth Fartnoise would just be a dream come true. Steve, if looked... that's also a bespoke website, I would, I would, I would do that one. I think too. it's just yeah. Willy Wonka with less children and less clothing. Probably. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Um, so Steve looks down at his changing complexion, which is, as I said earlier, a little green, a little purple, and says, "Well, what you did is turn me into, turn all of us into." And then it hits him. All of me, more like all of me. There it is. There it is. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. um, I was waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. So uh, <laughs> Steve Martin is clearly turning into a giant human olive. Oh, that's really um, good. <laughs> so quite soon thereafter, Steve and Victoria escape, and there's all sorts of you know chaos in this in this regard. And as we progress through, they are turning more and more into the foods. Uh, the thing is, though, that now Steve is so oily that, <laughs> that, uh, not even, steve.martin.com, somebody, yeah. that, for me. <laughs> that not the, not even the previously completely unmentioned goons who work in the secret processing plant below you the- always mus- have unmentioned goons <laughs> show up. What the? Gotta be some henchmen. So not even, not even the henchmen who work in the secret processing plant beneath the facade of the farm can keep a hold of him. Because, you know, he's covered in olive oil now. <laughs> he's so uh, greasy. Yeah. They, as, yeah, he's, when you squeeze him, more comes out. It's just a, yeah, it's, it's a self-perpetuating it's nightmare. So uh, they meet up with some other people who have escaped uh, from this horrible facility. There's like a black garlic guy. There's like a big, <laughs> big wheel of a hard cheese. Why is he got to be a black garlic guy? <laughs> well, because I I really like black garlic. Like it's a very no. I'm sorry. I was, I was making flavors. a very stupid '90s style sitcom joke, yeah. and, and I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a guy made of black garlic, um, <laughs> a big wheel of hard cheese, and like a noodly looking motherfucker. 
Oh, um, cool. yeah, yeah, you know, that's hey, you guys thing. know that Olive Garden started doing zoodles? Oh. No. Like five years after that does, that's a thing. That does not yeah. feel on brand for the Olive Garden. That's no. not what people go to Olive Garden for. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I go to Olive Garden for... I don't go to Olive Garden. Yeah. Like, that's... The few times I go, it's for the diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> Olive Garden. If you were home, you'd be at Olive Garden. <laughs> I, don't that they have a, a family lot recently? And I... <laughs> What am I? I get, I get, I, I derive so much joy from like fucking with the Olive Garden like <laughs> catchphrase, and I don't understand it. We no. are, we are really uh, courting and uh, shunning various potential sponsors today. We're we going sure. hard. We've said pain. nothing bad about Patagonia or no. Duluth Trading Company. You know, I we bet are all on board. I bet those. Patagonia fucking hates Olive Garden too. I bet they're on board. I bet they yeah. do. They're like. Oh no! You don't need all that grease in order to do all of your awesome outdoorsy shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're diametrically opposed. Yeah. Okay, we're in the home stretch, boys. <laughs> I mean, there is carbo loading though. No. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me come on. Let me get to the home stretch. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there are a lot of weird half-human, half-food hybrids, and it's all over the top, and it's sort of a joke because it's a Steve Martin movie, right? So like, certainly, it's very ridiculous. Um, eventually, Steve and co. find out that uh, Lily Tomlin has been kidnapped because our nefarious duo um, still need her to be the face of the farm. Um, yeah, uh, and so they hatch a rescue plan to save her. There's a bunch of ridiculous fight scenes between the foodies and goons <laughs> of various persuasions. Um, eventually, they save Lily. Foodies, oh shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, Richard and or Michael fall into a vat of some kind of chemical, like, because I always leave it open for a sequel. Um, (laughs) and all the new food hybrids decide to stay on the farm because they, like, don't really know what else to, where they, like, where can they go at this point? So they become like a a workers collective. Well, yeah, so they keep producing fine quality Mediterranean foodstuffs and search for a way to reverse their conditions and form an unlikely if very strange family end of film family. and that's where the tears come in all right <laughs> okay logistical question uh-huh. uh a steve martin sized olive how do you sell this is it in a steve martin sized jar or do you like melon ball out olive sized? oh that's a really good oh point. no no what, what what i was thinking do you have to turn it into tapenade yeah well yeah so i was thinking more that they like use all of these shitty workers and then use the ingredients that they produce in order to create processed foods of some nature so a tapenade would be a good choice yep yep like a sun-dried tomato spread made uh victoria tenant you know that sort of thing right Okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's, that's very Tenant Farm to sun dried yep. tomato. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Tenant Farm sun dried tomato. Uh-huh. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, so like, um, I didn't think uh, the the logistics of humans, uh, which are really not that large, being a large product, but I assume that they're just catering to the high, the, like the hyper rich. Yeah, well, I mean, so the other option is somehow they also shrink them at the same time, and then Steve Martin becomes olive-sized, and I was like, oh, man, you're going to need a lot of Steve Martins. In yeah, that no, scenario. see, that's the problem, is, like, yeah. uh, it would be better if we made them giant and yeah. then farmed them, but, like, yeah. you know what, I didn't think about it, so. Hmm. That's fine, man. Yeah. Anyway, still, that I, was I, I want to point out that me? I didn't bring up 
I didn't bring up this objection at all. It was Zach, so I don't know. I, I know that it's natural to assume that I'm the one being an asshole. But get off oh, my no, back, no, no, no. comma, that, that, bitches. That, that was, in fact, a slip of, slip of the tongue. It was not uh, accusatory. Yeah, what a tongue it is. I know, right? Um, it was not accusatory. I blame everything on Zach. That's fair. That's fair. Anyway, yeah, that was Olive, me. Yeah, do love that. Okay. Yeah. For once, the, the pun is like sort of integral to the plot, but not entirely. It was like sort of an afterthought thing. I'm sorry. It's not entirely integral to the plot in which people are being turned well, into olives and other various I mean, yeah. stuff. He right? mentioned that it they was... have like this like culty chant of all of us, all of me. In the yeah, no, so that's like, what oh. I'm saying. And then that's why we have the, the, the pun is Steve Martin realizing that... Oh. That he can, that he using his hilarious smarts can, yeah. you know, make a yeah. pun out of a very dire situation because he's about to die. Sure. Yes. Sure. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Uh, Seth, would you like the one sentence from our good friend IMDb? I mean, I fucking guess. Like, what's up? What's happening? Okay. I've got it here. <laughs> uh, so, All of Me, which is 1984. Uh huh. Uh, a dying millionaire has her soul transferred into a younger, willing woman. However, something goes wrong, and she finds herself in her lawyer's body, together with the lawyer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Appropriate, yes. <laughs> huh. mm-hmm. So it's like so, uh, trading places that's real shitty? Um, it's a magical. it's a mix of a, a lot of those types of movies. Okay, yeah. well, yeah, so I mean, it's, it's a body swap movie. Yeah, so I was like, in the right yeah. vein with like weird magical shit coming in. So you certainly. really were, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Um, I will. I'll preface this with with saying, uh, when I first when my cable, uh, I grew up as you guys know. I grew up with cable, oh, so you yeah, know, I know, yeah. I know. Pinky, pinky's out. Oh my god, <laughs> weird flex, bro. Uh, when my cable company first got Comedy Central, I think this movie was on TV every third day. Okay, and there so was always a commercial for it about like all of me is going to be on. You know, you say this. Uh, I we are very similar ages, and I did a lot of that as well. But I don't remember this movie at all. Like I had not seen oh. it before today. Or when I, I, it this I week. so I re- like after I watched it. This is another movie that I probably hadn't seen in twenty years. I didn't have cable. That, I had. Oh. Well, good for you. You read books. Good for you. I didn't read books until I was a senior in high school. You had a Glockenspiel. We get it. Oh my god, with this shit. Oh, I didn't have a Glockenspiel, but I had many that... other crazy musical instruments. Yeah. So I'm like, no worries. Like it was close enough. See, you guys know how like there's that whole like thing about the they'll say like, oh, this person would have been a musical prodigy if only they had been handed the correct instrument. Yeah, which is totally bullshit. But like, mm. yeah, continue. Well, when yeah. I was 19, uh-huh. uh, one of a uh, friend of the show, Jeremy's mother, stole a glockenspiel from somewhere. Yeah. Um, yep. <laughs> and it was just in their house. Sounds like I a just, thing like, Jer's mom would do. But oh, like, yeah, uh, continue. <laughs> and I just walked over to it and I picked up the little malady thing and I just instinctively played a whole bunch of different scales <laughs> that I didn't know at all. And I think I'm a glockenspiel prodigy and I just didn't have one. Guess what your next birthday gift is, bitch. Yeah. I mean, they're pretty storable. I I could totally keep that in my closet and never look at it again. Yeah, I mean, I feel sorry for your partner because you're going to, like, try for a while, and it is going to be insufferable. 
I mean, let me put it this way. I tried to, like, I knew there was a point in my life when I knew how to play guitar. Like, you know, not well, but like fairly, <laughs> I could play guitar. Could yeah. you say, and you got I, one guitar? Bam! <laughs> um, and I knew how to play more scales uh, instinctively on that glockenspiel than I did on that <laughs> guitar. So, hey, stringed instruments confusing. are hard. Like, they're very confusing. There's four yeah. different, like, zones, man. Awkward pause. (laughs) (laughs) Cool stuff. (laughs) Wowzers. Uh, I thought y'all were going to pick up on something, but like, no. uh -uh. No, I was going to let you, I was going to let you Uh, 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 die on that, on that fucking desert island right there. Um, That was a, that was a, that was a good stew. You can call me John Stewart. Oh boy. All right, Lee, do you have a slightly longer one? I suppose. I assume um, it's okay, not so. much longer. There's, there's not a lot. Yeah, to this was movie. this a bad movie? Like, mm. No, no, I, I liked it. Yeah. Oh shit! It's just, it's just Steve Martin comedy. There's just not that much to it. Mm. You know? like, uh, uh, so Lily Tomlin is a a rich heiress who's been bedridden, more or less bedridden, her whole life, and and she meets this weird like guru, mm-hmm. uh, Richard Libertini. Okay, uh, yeah. Surprise, right. surprise. You nailed that part. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, weird who, eccentric. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's developed a way to transfer souls. Uh, so she calls her law firm, and Steve Martin is a lawyer at this law firm. But he's also a jazz guitarist, um, oh, and that's where his real is. passion lies. Yeah, of course um, it but is. Like, yeah, it's too bad banjo isn't a, a yaz instrument because man, yeah, yeah, some smooth yaz. I mean, he was actually playing guitar in this. Like, I, I don't know if he actually knows guitar, but like, I guess it translates enough from banjo. That yeah, I mean, enough. it looked convincing. Yeah, like, no, he was. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was like I, I, I mean, I do want to say that Steve Martin is a really well accomplished banjo player. Like, Seven rare, rare player. bird alert is a very good album. Oh, yeah, um, I forgot to put out albums. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really fun, and um, yeah, Steve Martin is a surprisingly proficient musician. Yeah, and it's really fun. I enjoy his music as music. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. continue. <laughs> sure. Uh, so he he's the the lawyer who gets called in to like redo her will because what she's gonna do is transfer her soul into the body of Victoria Tennant so she can like live and actually experience life um and victoria Tennant's whole thing is um she wants to let her her soul go out into like the cosmic void or whatever um wait is victoria Tennant a hippie or what yeah she's just so it turns out that she's acting like she's a follower of this guy but it's just a big ruse yeah it's also Lily Tomlin and Victoria Tennant are of very similar ages in this. Like Lily Tomlin's supposed to be super old or like dying of some chronic. No, no, I don't think she's supposed to be old at all. She's just in oh. terrible health because she oh. has a, like lots of chronic illnesses. Okay, oh, okay. interesting. Yeah, because I feel yeah. like they're similar ages. They definitely are. Yeah. Her character is supposed to be like the an ultra rich, bedridden like yeah. person mm-hmm. who. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so Steve Martin freaks out and he's like, "This is crazy shit," and he like leaves and then. Lily Tomlin shows up at the law office and Steve Martin is like, you can't fucking push me around um, and get me fired over not believing in your crazy shit. And it's like (laughs) my there's a really great line about like why he has to work for a living and she doesn't. And he's like, my grandparents didn't rape the environment and exploit the peasants. They wanted to, but they didn't. (laughs) 
Oh, that's oh fun. Yeah. I do appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In like a visceral way. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So, so as this whole like thing is going on, it turns out his boss is on his side and he's like, nah, it's cool. Uh, if you represent me in my divorce um <laughs> i'll make you a partner and he's like oh super dope what the and then fuck? okay that seems like yeah, a it's, conflict it's all of side interest plot. well his his boss his boss who is his girlfriend's father as well yeah is it played by drew carey no some no, just a weird guy no, it's not his, it's not his... the hit show community all right continue <laughs> oh yeah oh right i forgot <laughs> drew carey was on community and has a hole in his hand he does oh. um anyway so uh, Lily Tomlin dies during this meeting and her soul gets transferred into a like copper bowl and then that copper bowl gets knocked out the window and it lands on Steve Martin and her soul ends up in his body. So now we enter phase two of the movie, which is oh, them it, sharing a body. It sounds I, even stupider when you describe it with words. <laughs> yeah, like I like how you explicitly say a uh, second phase of this movie, just like I did in my movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's three very distinct phases. Okay, um, cool. I only had two, but like, all right. So like uh, cards on the table, like there are a couple of times as i was writing out my story that i have the note oh no ah dip this is just the jerk (laughs) Uh, it's it's interesting you mentioned that because it's the same director as the jerk and and steve martin yeah and then i had an ah dip this is just hot fuzz (laughs) (laughs) i mean i i caught the hot fuzz part for sure yeah Yeah. i'm not mad about that uh uh, yeah that was that was about it like you know this happened in the first quarter and then you know third quarter of me writing but yeah that's that that was my thought process there were a lot of for the greater greater good good. parts in there yeah Yeah. (laughs) great big bushy beard (laughs) so uh carl reiner directed this as well as the jerk steve martin steve martin views this movie as the first movie that he was that he ever made that had an actual like plot structure so he i could see really yeah yeah he he considers this his first like actual acting role what year was this by the way before you uh 84 84 84. okay so like um like reasonably early in the steve martin career but you know like right well i mean he'd been a famous stand-up for a very long time like throughout the entirety of the 70s but very early in his movie career for sure right yeah. yeah. Right. Anyway, um, tell so me more. Now, <laughs> yeah. So phase two of the movie is him and and Lily Tomlin sharing a body, and like Lily Tomlin is mostly in either in voiceover at this point, or like whenever he looks in a mirror, he sees Lily Tomlin's reflection. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. Um, and she's controlling half of his body, and he's controlling the other. So we get like good physical comedy of them learning how to walk and stuff. Um, and it's uh, Lily oh, Tomlin's geez, like a huge. No, go ahead, Zach. Oh, this I was going to say, Lily, Lily but... Tomlin's like a huge prude. That's the the main conceit is she's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, like he's trying to do normal stuff. He's also trying to fuck, uh, what's her name? Like, Victoria Tennant. Yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, and Lily Tomlin's just like not having any of his normal human things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, so over the course of the middle part of the movie. I didn't realize this was like... my left shoe, but like. Uh... <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> Over the course of the middle part of the movie, they get to know each other and like like each other, and they start to fall for each other. Uh, also, is the court case where he's representing his boss against his girlfriend's mom in their divorce proceeding, Ooh, and boy. he falls asleep. He falls asleep, but Lily Tomlin's awake, so she like stumbles upon like a, a brilliant defense to save the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
but they can also come converse with each other through inner monologue and he's like oh you came up with this amazing defense it's a good thing that the judge doesn't know it's all bullshit and she's like what that's not fair and then makes him like spout out the truth and then his boss loses the case and all kinds of crazy shit and zach pointed out that this scene is basically just the the courtroom scenes from liar liar yeah there's like okay so liar liar he's he can't tell a lie but then he finds a way around it and right it was kind of that except he i guess doesn't find a way around it in this case but he's doing all the steve martin physical comedy like i'm being pulled mm-hmm. in two different directions kind mm-hmm. of deal yeah. right it sounds so stupid all... but it's actually pretty fun honestly yeah. i mean i really uh, like steve martin's physical comedy so yeah. like like he's he's can... landed on real thick in this one yeah. right so mm-hmm. i can like imagine it not being as shitty as it appears yeah yeah so so the third part of the movie is like they found out that since found out that Victoria Tennant actually never intended to do the the soul switch cuz she didn't think it was real. Third phase. She just <laughs> Yeah, she just wanted to like inherit all this money mm-hmm. and like take over this mansion. So like there's a big party she's throwing and he gets his like his jazz buddies hired to like perform at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, jazz buddy is a very fun character. Find the guru Richard Libertini's character, uh, and like there's a con- a bunch of different like souls getting put into different vessels sequences, and it's a oh, it's geez, a lot of goof okay. ups at the end. Yeah, yeah. Huh. and 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 souls getting put into different people, and then finally at the end, the resolution is like we find out that Victoria Tennant is like this longtime criminal. Mm-hmm. Oh, naturally, she, yeah, that seems like the inst- natural conclusion to this. Yeah. And yeah. she's gonna get in trouble for for some crazy shit, but instead of like going back to jail, she's like, okay, put her dad is the head of the stables at this mansion. Mm-hmm. She's like, put my body in my favorite horse so I can like chill with my dad or my soul in my favorite horse so I can chill with my dad. She's, and then she's a horse Lily girl. Tomlin, yeah. yeah, and Lily Tomlin can have my body, and that's how it ends. And then her and Steve Martin end up in love. Oh wait. <laughs> The last ten minutes really packs a lot of plot. Yeah. It's like oh. a, I mean, it's a comedy. They had to resolve it all. They don't um, give a fuck if it wait, is obvious. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> all don't, right. don't think about it too hard. It's not all that. I important. mean, <laughs> I feel a little broken with <laughs> with her just being like, or um, a tenant just being like. Yeah, cool. Like, whatever. I'm a criminal. Anyone can take well, my so, body okay, now. Basically, the way the plot rolls out is like, she's either going to end up in jail mm-hmm. where she says, like, I will just kill myself because I'm not going to go back to jail. Which is kind of weirdly dark for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like, or yeah. I can, or or now we've all been like confronted with the idea that both souls and like transferring of souls are real. Right. So like I can live free at least yeah. and like spend time with my father. Yeah. Like, that the human vessel is merely a vessel and not, uh, yeah. you know. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some, there's some pretty cool horse acting too, where once she's in the horse, they're like, is that you? And the horse is like. Burr, like does like a weird horse nod. Exactly how much peanut butter was put on the gums of oh, that I'm, horse? <laughs> gallons, I'm certain. Yeah, like <laughs> whole bunches of it. Yeah. Okay, 
Yeah. Um, all right. Understood. But yeah, then her dad just gets on her and rides off. Is that recall? It's like oh, a weird. That's a <laughs> They're just weird like, oh, father daughter. No, I think he. Human, I think whatever. he. I think he walks her away. I don't think he actually. Still, rides but the her, the he? dad is surprisingly cool with all this. He's just like, my daughter's a horse. All right, cool. Mm. He is really chill about it. You're <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's kind of. He weird. was more upset about her owning a giant house than he was about her yes. being a horse. You know yeah. what? Weirdly, that is the uh, conclusion of the Mr. Ed television show as well. So. <laughs> Like, <laughs> took a real left turn there at the end, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, so, yeah. like, I feel like there's a precedent for that. Sure, sure. Uh, yep. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh, boy. So that's, that's, that's more or less all of me. Like, um, huh. Zach, what, do you have, like, parts you want to talk yeah. about? Yeah. Um, a little bit. I only, I didn't write that much. Uh, yeah, the first tell thing me I, more. Tell me more. Did you get yeah. very far? Well... Uh, so you know if he had a car actually that part is funny so uh there's a part that i think was unintentional uh when steve's trying to bone down on uh vicky Mm -hmm. and lily tomlin being a prude uh and steve she's in his body and steve convinces her like this is fine like just get into it you wanted to like experience life like this is what sex is whatever and it's it's with this woman and lily tomlin is famously now a lesbian and i guess was forever um, but didn't like make a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I like the way you phrase that. Now she is. Well, no, she she like said Wolf. in interviews. She's like, I didn't. No, talk no, about I know, it. I know. Okay, she's yeah. she's yes. It's, it she's was like, she made a point to like yeah, like not make. A I know. Thing I was it. making fun of you, not okay. Lily Tomlin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Lily Tomlin um, is a national treasure. Set. She really is. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And she's incredible in this movie. It it should be said. But yeah, oh, she. Okay. Uh, so they're getting down with this girl, and and she's like pulling half of the body away initially, and Steve's like, just fucking go with it. And then she's like, oh, oh, I'm feeling a tingling. And then she starts thinking about, uh, what, men? And there's some gay panic, and Steve Martin's like, Mm -hmm. hey, can you not put, like, naked men in my fucking brain while I'm trying to bone Mm -hmm. down? The compromise they come to is, he's like, yeah, she's got the entire cast of Gone with the Wind having sex with each other in my head. Steve Steve literally says, he's like, like, just put a woman on top of her, and then we'll all be fine. Yeah. And then that's what it is. Yeah. Which is kind that of actually is one of the that? one of the funnier scenes in the movie where um uh Lily Tomlin at first is like her consciousness is sleeping while this is going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh when she wakes up, he she she makes Steve Martin start to spank Victoria Tennant for being old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But she's really into it, and then she, when she figures out, when Lily Tomlin's consciousness figures out, oh, this is this is a sex thing that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. She then starts to spank Steve Martin for being bold, and he spanks himself across a room. Yeah, it's hmm. it's all the perfect Steve Martin physical comedy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and like I imagine what that yeah. would look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can see all of this, and like I I do like the idea of this like gender fluidity. Yeah, it was uh, uh, like the degree I, that is possible in 19. What do you say? 84? 84. Yeah. 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 They, they definitely didn't intend it as such, but it ages pretty well, surprisingly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, the, uh, the first, the first note I have was, uh, uh, during, during the scene where Steve Martin has to use the restroom. And I said, to <laughs> oh, that, yeah. Hope, which side's going to touch the wiener. <laughs> um, so, and there is a prolonged argument about how he's going to take a piss. Yeah. Uh, later on, uh, I have, I have mostly quotes written down and Steve Martin, um, says something to Lily Tomlin and her response is, how dare you say penis to a dead person? (laughs) (laughs) That is a good quote. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, the first thing I wrote down early on when uh, Steve's talking to his girlfriend and they're like planning on maybe getting married, he says he's 38 and he looks like he's about 50 in this. Like, I don't uh, know how old yeah. he actually was. Steve Martin's always had that like shocking white hair. Though. Yeah, that, yeah that, was, that was the thing in my movie, too, is that he's anachronistically playing an 18 year old. Well, you said 18. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, I really enjoyed. There's a sequence where they go to um, like a, a memorial service for Lily Tomlin's oh, character, yeah. and nobody's there except for Steve Martin. Yeah. And she's like, "No, I want to, I want to stay and hear the, <laughs> oh, yeah. the correspondence because people is like, oh, we have a bunch of correspondence from people, yeah. uh, and it's all just the the health and medical supply companies <laughs> that she used to buy things from. Yeah. And my favorite one is. Her orthopedic mattress company uh, sent, we hope that she continues to rest in peace. <laughs> like, what a fucking, that's a fucking flex on that company of a, yeah. like, let's get, w- let's get one last ad in That's here. a like, bold move. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. boy. Um, See, I can appreciate that. That's like yeah. fun and tongue in cheek and stuff. So I would, I would say a lot of these, like sometimes jokes are a little dated, but this movie really wasn't. I feel like it, it still mm-hmm. holds up. Pretty I don't. Well. Yeah, I think they don't, they don't tie a lot of like. So most of the comedy is either physical yeah. or not tied to like events. It's Definitely. tied to situations, yep. which helps with the datedness. Yeah, um, certainly. Now Richard Libertini's character, on the other Bold hand, boy. yeah, yeah. What about him? Like he's like a weirdo. eastern eastern style guru, and you know he talks in like I think a, he's like Kazakh or something. Libertini like... playing presumably oh. an Asian man. Yeah, he's Nepalese. He's from Nepal. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's not great. Yeah, <laughs> don't like that. Uh, yeah. Don't. He does. He does like a lot of the like. Uh, he'll repeat things to people, and like Steve Martin finally be- starts to converse with him. Yeah. When he starts doing an impression of him, and then Zach, you pointed out, I was like, oh, now magically they can understand each other. What the fuck? Yeah. Like, like he'll like Steve will or uh, Rich will like point to the bowl and he goes bowl and then steve goes bowl and then they're like dent and bowl and steve goes dent and bowl and then they just have a conversation of like weird accents and somehow it's just magically understood by Mm -hmm. yeah it's not great oh yeah that's one of the things is when Hmm. the bowl gets dented you can't put a soul in it anymore for some reason he's he's got to hammer the bowl back out (laughs) it's all because of resonances Mm -hmm. Uh, they there's actually a a magic explanation kind of i appreciate that like i mean it does make sense i have plenty of uh ball peen hammers uh directly (laughs) behind me right now certainly (laughs) certainly in the situation where i might need to uh fix a soul vessel so um naturally hit me up on the twitters or whatever and i'll Mm -hmm. fix your soul vessel yep you're gonna end up in a horse so get ready for that but yeah Yeah, you'll like it fart noise i'll fix your soul vessel if you want to be in a horse Yeah, a business like, for no one. <laughs> like a beetle or like a painting or whatever I have. Oh. Whatever shit I have lying around. Like, painting cool. Seems yeah, you don't want to like limit your customer base to just Mr. Hanks. Yes. Yeah, well. that's true. <laughs> oh, it is the thing you wanted the most. Yeah. Uh-huh. Woof. Um yeah. I've I've got like some behind the scenes stuff that's Oh sure. I, I have yeah. I have one more quote. Um Oh yeah, go yeah. for it. Uh at some point I think Steve uh says, I should get dinner. And then uh, Lily Tomlin in his body whispers, he should get a social disease. 
Which Whoa. Is, <laughs> which is All right. I forgot when, that, that uh, was even when referring thing, to so his funny. boss and his and his boss's philandering ways. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. A to social disease. Wow. Call them okay. social diseases. Yeah. <laughs> the only other time I've heard that I've ever heard that phrase phraseology is um in Degrassi, the next generation. Oh, Emma, those Canadians Emma are gets, so uh, polite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Emma gets like uh, gonorrhea from from, from doing Drake? Rainbow Club shit with. Uh, uh, no, oh, no, I forgot Rainbow Clubs were a thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, right. oh, the this bracelets is... and the whole thing. Oh, oh teens, man. teens, why? From uh, uh, the character Jay, and she confronts him and goes, "You gave me a social disease." <laughs> <laughs> and also we live in the 1950s oh man i i like i both really like that as a phrase like a joke <laughs> phrase but also yeah. i'm like oh that kind of bums me out that yeah. people aren't willing to confront things but like yep. all right <laughs> yeah anyway uh what's the behind the scenes stuff yeah yeah tell me some so shit. like well like just a few things like so um Steve Martin has a quote about this movie where he says that uh, this was the beginning of his serious movie career, mm-hmm. which then ended in 1991. So, uh-huh. like, oh, wait, what, what movie did it end with, by the way? Uh, L.A. Story, which oh, if, you know, yeah. if none of you uh-huh. have seen that, uh, we should do that movie at some point because I remember it being quite good. Um, wait, his when you say serious, does that mean like he took it seriously or what? I think he means like his his career of trying to play like like straight roles, like interesting roles versus like just we would call like this out. a straight role. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say was he... this a straight role? <laughs> yeah. All of his all of his quotes about this movie involve like this was the first time I really was acting versus doing my stand up routine on screen. Oh, mm. uh, like, okay. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Sure. And right. then when I think about like the movies he made in the nineties, it's like. A lot of that is just like, so like the movies that he made from this period to L.A. Story mm-hmm. are movies that like he was either involved in the writing or, or production of sure. and like got to shape the characters versus like just commercial movies that he started doing after that. Mm-hmm. I was, well, his his career trajectory was kind of weird, right? Like he did a bunch of like cash in, make the money movies in the 90s and the early 2000s. And now he doesn't do right. anything. He's just like done, I think. Right. Well, he, him and Martin Short have a traveling stage show. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, right. I, I guess what I'm saying is he, he has enough money that he can just do whatever Right. He, he does yeah. that. He he produces his bluegrass album. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, I'm a Well, he's big an art fan. collector, too, and apparently um, his uh, a little bit of his art collection is in this movie. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like uh, Steve Martin as a person, as far as I'm aware. Like, well, he's also a playwright, and he has some very like well uh, regarded plays. Yeah, like okay. uh, as a person who diversifies his like yeah. artistic portfolio, like I, I'm I'm a big fan. And so, and like, he goes deep on everything. I really that is a very endearing quality of like I'm not just gonna play the banjo. I'm gonna be fucking really good at the banjo. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, and you guys, I think you guys may know my favorite uh, Thirty Rock episode is Gavin Valor, the yeah. episode with Steve Martin, because uh, it's the it's the it's the episode that embraces the the early. I think like early Thirty Rock really thought of itself as a cartoon mm-hmm. every once in a okay. while, mm-hmm. and that show embraces it maybe more than any other episode. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, no. Then... And then that feeling really kind of like just got sh- shifted off to like side plots. I and think. And then after it turned that, into right? abstract craziness. But like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it had several phases, as did all of the movies tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, I wonder how explicitly they declared them. Hmm. 
I don't not, know, but not we can go back and check it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so let's see. Uh, also, this is Steve Martin and Victoria Tennant got married after meeting Whoa. while making this movie. What? Yeah. Okay. That's surprising. Uh-huh. And and they remained together for what? for eight years. Huh? Um, okay. What? <laughs> I thought, wasn't yep. he famously married to someone else for a very, very long time, or am I making that up? No, so uh, he was, in the 70s, he was with Bernadette Peters, oh. who he made several movies with, Bernie including Pete's. The Jerk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, right. She's a famous uh, musical actress. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he met and married Victoria Tennant while making this movie, and huh. they, they broke up in the the early 90s. Huh. Uh, then he, he dated... Um, Jane Adams for a few years. Uh-huh. Oh, the 90s. weird. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Famous comedic actress, yeah. um, who Seth probably knows from Frasier. Um, uh, I was gonna say hung, but yeah. I mean, yes, <laughs> yeah. I do know her from <laughs> Frasier because yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Frasier. Um, he is. He has been married for for several years uh, to, I believe she was a, a producer. I, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but like a. A person involved in the industry who's not like super famous. Yes. Um, he does seem like sort of a tortured guy, right? He always has that. Like he's like the yeah. the sad clown, right? Like he really does come across as a sad yeah. clown, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, he met he met Victoria Tennant making this movie, um, and her story about it is it reminds me of. Have you guys ever heard the story about when Anne Bancroft and Mel Brooks met? Uh, oh yes. But go ahead. Yeah, so go on. <laughs> uh, they they were doing. He was writing for for a show that she was appearing on, and um, that night uh, he he bribed like the PA or whatever to like, can you tell me where she's gonna have dinner because I I feel like I feel like there was a connection there, and I really just want to talk to this woman. Oh, okay. And earlier in the day, she had gone to like see her psychiatrist and was like, Hey, um, so I don't know what our meeting's going to be like next week, but I'm pretty sure I just met my future husband Whoa. today. So like, yeah, it was like really cute and sweet. Yeah, that's fun. Okay. Um, well, Jane, uh, Jane Adams, no, Victoria <laughs> Tennant's story about, uh, making this movie is after day one of shooting, she went back to her apartment and told her roommate that they had three days to move out because she just met her husband. Oh shit. That's wow. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, which is like you know really sweet. That is very yeah. endearing. Yeah. yeah, as long as it's mutual, like it's it's fun when it's the yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Steve Martin and Lily Tomlin both got nominated for Golden Globes for this movie, which okay, is again very that. confusing. Yeah. Having not known that this existed, yeah, yeah, neither of them won. Uh, but Steve Martin did win several awards for this, including the National Board of Review's Best Actor Award. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, he puts um, in a phenomenal performance, and he's playing two roles the whole time. Like, it's, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. So, well, it's surprisingly, like, for the way we describe this movie, it sounds like it's all going to be over the top. There's a lot of, like, very small moments that yep. are very good, yep. like, that he's very good at. Like, yep. Okay, so, like, maybe we should get into ratings, but, like, my question is, should I watch this? Definitely, yes. Yeah, for sure. It's okay. also like eighty-eight minutes long. Yeah. Oh, Zach sweet. length. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It's in the it's in the the Goldilocks zone for a Zach <laughs> movie. Yeah. Yep. Sure uh huh. <laughs> you mean below feature length? Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know if there's any like, like it's, it's weird. Like that's like some that's like some real hot solar radiation for the Goldilocks zone. <laughs> well, I was gonna say like, there's, there's no fine. like it's not a middle ground. Anything below like 
a hundred is totally good. If there was a movie that was fifty minutes long, I'd be fucking on board. <laughs> okay, this yeah, not it's called short films. Yeah, short it's films called short long. films. Yeah. Also, like that's not that's not we a movie do anymore. More feature those. feature length is eighty three minutes or more. Uh, I thought it was okay. ninety or more, but nope. oh boy, eighty three. What an arbitrary distinction. That's oh, I'm such confusing. a stupid bitch. Like I had no <laughs> idea. <laughs> All right, well, well, Seth. Um, so money. I I actually uh-huh. don't know what the budget was. Uh, uh, I I wasn't able to see to find that uh, easily. Oh, I'm sorry. This movie is 93 minutes long. But anyway, um, oh, creeping oh up. My God, okay. what a stupid yeah. bitch. Uh, oh, it's also it's based on an unpublished novel. Oh, uh, which I think is always fun. Um, I do appreciate that. Uh, the the box office for this was was almost was thirty six and a half million. What was the um, yeah? So what would you reckon the budget was like? How do you feel for something like this? Uh, I don't know. I can't imagine that it was more than like six million. Okay, yeah, so like it was profitable in your mind. Oh right? yeah. Oh, it, basically they they rented a, like uh, a mansion for a weekend mm-hmm. to do one one sequence of scenes, and then everything else could have been shot like right on the studio. Yeah, just and it was the eighties. Nothing cost that much in the 80s, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so it was reasonably popular, right? Yeah. 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 It definitely was. Yeah. Um so so let's get you some numbers. Yeah. What's we got on that IMDBA? Uh so on IMDB it has a six point seven. Okay. Okay. That's pretty high uh, for a movie for me, but (laughs) Uh huh. That's with uh about fifteen thousand votes. Okay. Um, Acceptable. Mm-hmm. Zach, do you want to go first? Uh, sure, I can. Um, so <laughs> Seth looks angry suddenly. Um, because <laughs> I threw off his rhythm. Oh, like... oh no, we're getting tongue stuff. Oh god. Oh god. Oh, boy. God, how's it getting I'm gonna, longer? I'm gonna play yeah, through no, the pain. It's very upsetting. I just. <laughs> <laughs> that is the word for it. Uh, okay. Um, OG, I was prepared to dislike this movie because Mm -hmm. it is from the eighties and that's not usually my jams. Um, it was incredibly endearing. It was extremely fun, like top to bottom. Very good. Lots of, as we discussed, like there's a, there's subtle stuff and there's Steve Martin, like very obvious stuff. And I think they play well against each other. It was very likable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go like a seven. I think uh, okay, six seven is like not high enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth, I I think you've done one of these cross genre things, perhaps <laughs> accidentally again. Like you mentioned, Hot Fuzz. Uh, we it, again, it could it could have like horror elements with the like body horror whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, and then it has like comedy elements too. Like, there's a lot of going on in this one. It and... it really like as I was writing it, really ended up being more hot fuzz than I was uh, mm-hmm. anticipating. But like, that's fine. It's a fucking good movie. Like, hot yeah. fuzz is great. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> Yeah. Uh no, I'm very into it. Um I'm I'm a I'm edgy out at uh eight two, let's say. Ooh. Yeah. Oh very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Uh Lee, what you got? Yeah. Um oh two quick things. Uh we forgot to tell you who Michael Ensign was playing. He's just another lawyer in the firm. Yeah. Like he's like kinda like uh, stuck up yeah, and, seems, and, and seems very particular. Right, yeah. 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 Um 
Also, Steve Martin and super cut in this movie. Oh, yeah. Boy, he has a fucking load of chest hair, though. Wow, he's a hairy dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. he looks he looks pretty good. Like Robin Williams level? Or... Like, not like that. Oh, no, I was going to say quite. more yeah. than that. It's like... Oh, oh, then you clearly have never seen Robin Williams shirtless. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's the background on my computer as we speak. I don't... What are you talking uh... about? <laughs> yeah. Or like, monkey, 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 man. Yeah. monkey 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 man <laughs> okay oh it's a john okay. Mulaney. uh mm. oh all right anyway uh so the original movie uh i think zach's right it's it's good yeah. like it's 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 somehow both like really good but also kind of really forgettable so i'm gonna give it a 6.8 okay um just just barely. like yeah it's a very it's a very eighties comedy, but also like right. just it's it's got some very good performances from some really wonderful people. I mean, um, it, it is notable that uh, in the Steve Martin catalog, especially, it is not anywhere near the top. I would say. Okay, sure. No, no, no. I mean, like maybe from like quality of 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 movie, like if, as taken as a whole, it's maybe like one of his upper tier right. movies. But like yeah. memorability, it's not. No. super I do memorable. really like yeah. Steve Martin. Um, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. In most of his endeavors, so like, yeah. and for better or for worse, he has a lot of movies that are super memorable that maybe aren't good. like Cheaper by um, the Dozen is ah uh, very sure. good. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a that's a late stage <laughs> iteration. Yeah, it is a final. I, form I along learn. with I along with my partner am, am like a, for some ungodly reason I have a huge soft spot for the two. Um, father of the bride movies like, oh so, yeah oh those are like yeah actually that's fine yeah yeah so that's like a big thing for me is yeah. is like that's that's the steve martin i grew up with mm. and then like later came to he hates these cans <laughs> from the jerk yeah. like and that stuff well, great I'm, the too, jerk right? pink panther like there there are some genuine fucking oh, pink panther in there. pass i'm sorry but, are you referencing the pink panther as being good yeah not? pass i wrong. i don't know I you're thought wrong people you're wrong it. sorry you're wrong i have no opinion yeah, you're right. i just thought have you never thing. seen any of the the fucking uh, 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 Peter Sellers Peter Pink Sellers Panther Pink movies? Same. <clears throat> Let's same, even go no. back and be a no. little more confusing. And s- what about the Alan Arkin one-off Pink Panther movie when Peter Sellers right. wouldn't sign a you contract know, right, exactly. to continue the so, series? Zach, you're yeah. wrong. Um, I mean, that's pos- I, I do like Alan Arkin a lot. That's the only thing I'll say about that whole conversation. What about Peter said. Sellers? Well, How do you feel uh, about Peter Sellers? For two episodes from now, yeah. Spoiler from two episodes from now. If we do the movie that you and I talked about, Zach, you're gonna have a whole lot of art oh cool hands. very good very good yeah <laughs> oh no is this an episode for me oh no um no that no no Zach's that terror one. movie that yeah oh boy. it's not important okay. anyway uh <laughs> anyway uh so yeah i like this movie i think it's totally worth watching sure. but it's also like super forgettable in an 80s way yep. um so 6.8 that, that okay. is um, a very good description yeah mm-hmm Seth, I had a I had a blast uh, uh, with your punning. <laughs> I loved once Zach actually pointed out the idea of like an enormous olive. <laughs> like I, I was into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved me a greasy Steve Martin. Uh, yeah, a greasy Stevie, a greasy Stevie boy. You just uh, I want to uh, squeeze gonna... him and get that extra virgin, especially uh-huh. as, especially just, if he's... well, that would be Lily Tomlin's character. Oh, in this certainly, movie, but yeah. <laughs> Especially if he's as cut as you guys uh, mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turns out, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. We get those. It's it's abs with built-in baby oil, basically. <laughs> oh, boy. He just secretes it. So maybe <laughs> uh-huh. my movie is canon 
and oh, uh, okay. Okay. every other movie ad infinitum is false. I'm yeah. willing to accept we that. Got yes. Steve Martin, Greasy Buddy. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give Steve Martin, Greasy Buddy a seven. You know, Greasy Buddy sounds like a bespoke porn that you'd have to pay a lot of money for yeah. somebody to read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, we're really just hammering that one in, aren't we? Yeah. Much like yeah, my bespoke just, porn uh, channel. Uh, <laughs> sorry, what, what, was, <laughs> oh, what, no. what was the Seth uh, total on that one? Seven. seven. Clean seven. seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. A clean, greasy seven. Uh, yeah. There's nothing Ooh. clean about that. Hope you're listening, <laughs> Richard Garn. <laughs> I'll have the intro that may or may not appear. So, oh my God, uh, if we could, if anyone out there knows Richard Carn and he could just shit. come in and, and and give us a, a I don't think so, Tim, <laughs> just for that moment. Yeah. Has Richard Carn ever been in a movie? And yeah. so, can we talk about it with him? He's definitely been in in like if nothing else, made for TV. Movies. It's got yeah. to be, yeah. For sure, yeah. yeah, for sure. He was uh, he's on uh, Pen Fifteen right now. And oh he's, he's fuck really, yeah! I have not watched it. Yeah, I am very psyched to watch it. I hear it's mm-hmm. amazing. He's really good in that. Yeah, I mean, like he's very much backseat to the main actresses who are incredible yeah. in it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, okay, well, uh, next week um, we got a Lee movie. Oh, Yay! We're doing fuck. all the shitty horses by <laughs> apparently oh Cormac McCarthy. I don't fucking know. That's oh, not my. No, I'm, I'm not very... part of Literary Corner. I don't know. <laughs> oh no, I'm very not excited for this. Yeah, I've seen the uh, description briefly, but mostly the cover of the DVD, and it mm-hmm. looks like a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, <laughs> this is a Cormac McCarthy. Uh, <laughs> vehicle so yeah yeah i wish i didn't like already know that because if i didn't already know that you I wouldn't would probably make like a my little pony type yeah, you'd make it yeah less depressing and post-apocalyptic well, like I cool mean, as we've discussed like the original onus of the the pod was like get close to the movie but i think it's become like just do better than the actual original yeah movie, so. i think that's, i think that is that's what has become but yeah so, you know, All right, like, so Lee, don't make a depressing post-apocalyptic nightmare escape. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. My initial, like, my immediate reaction right now in in this moment is like a Mr. Hands movie uh, where he's like, "Hey, bud. All the hey, pre- bud. Ten, ten, ten. Ten, <laughs> yeah, ten, ten. yeah. <laughs> Not a red it's dead. Like all the pretty horses yeah, is his okay. like album of of his wish list. You know, like, oh boy." There is a movie about Mr. Hands. It's a documentary. Yeah, it's a documentary. I've seen it. It's real. It's, it's a real bummer. I mean, it is a real bummer, but it is weirdly gripping. Uh, it's a uh, it's a strata of society that is <sighs> trying to confusing. come up with like a weirdly gripping joke around buttholes. Yeah. And, and oh, no, song, I think you did it. I yeah. think you did it. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, anyway, on next note. week, uh, Lee will be faking all the pretty horses. Mr. Hands. <laughs> all the pretty horses. Yeah. Oh boy! Join us for 107. Like, oh my god, we're at 107, which is very baffling. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and we've we've uh, left the the sandverse, and we entered several other things that I now can't remember. But now we're in the Mister Hands era of the podcast, so everybody gets psyched uh... on that. And if you'd like our bespoke porn uh, subscription, yeah. just log on to www.fakingmovies.com and <laughs> I don't know, leave your credit card info in a comment, <laughs> and we'll just take it from there. Yeah. We'll figure it out and write it for you. Mm-hmm. We write movies every week. We can do it. 
That's the thing. Oh, yeah. Man, Jesus. if one person Googles Mr. Hands having listened to this, I feel like I can die happy. <laughs> Let's say if one person leaves their credit card info on our website, I'm going to buy plane tickets with it. Like, Oh, Jesus Christ, we're garbage. <laughs>